Singapore state investor Temasek Holdings said it would write down the value of its entire investment of $275 million in collapsed cryptocurrency exchange FTX. FTX's other backers, such as SoftBank, Groups, Vision Fund and crypto-focused hedge fund Sequoia Capital, have also marked down their investment to zero after FTX, founded by Sam Bankman-Fried, filed for bankruptcy. It said the reason for its funding of FTX was essentially to invest in a leading digital asset exchange that would provide it with market-neutral exposure to the crypto market and no balance sheet risk. Meanwhile, other crypto exchanges such as Gemini and Genesis are announcing new restrictions as the FTX contagion spreads. For more on this now, let's go to Susanna Street, who is Hargreaves Lansdowne Investment Analyst in Bristol. Susanna, many thanks for being with us today. So first of all, what can restore, if at all, investor confidence in the crypto sector? Or will these assets simply remain very high-risk investments, in your opinion? They are going to remain very high-risk investments. And I certainly would echo comments made by Francis Coppola a little earlier in that report. Um, because of the sheer numbers of ordinary investors who've been swept up in this wave of speculation. And it's been made worse because celebrities have got in on the act promoting crypto and in many cases not really explaining in the adverts, in the promotional campaigns, the high risk involved. Because the future use case of crypto is highly uncertain. And the very fact that regulators do not have that oversight means that fraud is rife in the crypto world west. And so that is why there are so many concerns about crypto and the effect on ordinary investors, or should I say speculators, because essentially this is still a big bet. And it's a bet that obviously institutional investors have lost significant amounts of money on because of the collapse of FTX. And I think it's really going to send out a warning right across um, the financial industry, the financial sector, that actually there needs to be a lot more consideration given to those investments, those big investments in crypto. Right, Susanna, you're right. And also the extent of the volatility, the daily volatility sometimes even must be considered uh, when it comes to crypto investments. What type of regulations do you think should be in place? I wonder, should institutions be treated more like banks and other financial organisations, for instance? The problem that you've got so far is that regulators have been hesitant because they've been fearful that if you bring uh, crypto into the sphere of regulation, that then adds more legitimacy to these coins and tokens. And people may feel, oh, well, there is regulation. I should be OK. So I think that's why they've stood back. And also, it's very difficult to see exactly how the crypto world will uh, develop in the future. So the rules of the game have not yet been laid out. And of course, there's a lot of demand on regulators to, to do exactly that. The influential Basel Committee on Banking Supervision did recommend that actually for those institutional investors that do dabble in crypto, they should put aside 100% capital um, as a backup for if those investments mm. go wrong. Now, if that were to be the case, that would certainly have a dent demand. And you heard from uh, that one institutional investor said there was no, no risk really to the balance sheet. Well, actually, if there is a risk to the balance sheet, um, then... Uh, then and it's going to be more difficult. They have to come up with more funding to be able to invest in crypto. I think there would be a lot more thinking um, ahead about really what this investment could return, because really at the moment or up until now, 
um, investors have been trying to ride a wave of speculation rather than really think about the long-term use case. Absolutely. We'll closely watch uh, the space in the next few days. Susanna Streeter, many thanks for your update.